Hello friends, happy Friday. How you all doing? You doing good? I certainly hope so. Today's episode of House of Rondog is brought to you by Straight Crates. Listen, you know I like a drink, and you know that Uncle Rondog over here is always going to give you the hookup. Let me tell you about Straight Crates. Straight Crates is a home delivery service for cocktails, beer, snacks, spirits, all brought to you by the good people at the Straight and Narrow Bar in Lincoln. I want you to picture the scene, my friends. It's a Friday night. It's 10pm. You've been on Zoom calls all evening. You know what would really hit the spot after all those hours of pretending to like people? A Negroni. Do you know how to make a Negroni? Of course you don't. That's why you ordered from Straight Crates earlier that afternoon. With same-day delivery, Wednesday to Saturday to LN1, 2, 3, 4, 5, and 6 postcodes if you order before 2pm. But if you don't live in one of those postcode regions, don't worry about it. National delivery is available too. Stop pretending to be a bartender in your own home. You don't know how a jigger works. You don't have the wrist strength to operate a Boston shaker. Kick back and let the professionals deal with all of that. And I'll tell you something else. Until the end of January, you can take advantage of their Blue Shatner sale, which means that everything on the website with a picture of a blue William Shatner beside it is on sale. It's like the Debenhams Blue Cross sale, but for people that don't wear beige jumpers. I'll let you in on a, on a little secret I've noticed. In this Blue Shatner sale, they have something called the Daiquiri Pack going on, which is a bottle of banana daiquiri and a bottle of strawberry daiquiri with garnishes for just $29.95. That is a £10 saving on two immaculate bottles of handcrafted cocktails made with the finest ingredients and with the quality that you expect from one of the best bars on the planet. Straight Crates recommend five 100ml serves from a 500ml bottle, but the House of Rondog isn't in the business of caring about limits, nor are we legally obligated to do so. So I'm telling you that with the Daiquiri Pack, you can get a litre of finely crafted cocktail for less than £30. Two cocktails in a city centre bar will cost you, what, 15 quid? That makes four cocktails £30. I'm telling you that you can get 10 cocktails for that same price and not even have to get out of your pyjamas. That is £3 per daiquiri, and that, my friends, is a goddamn steal. Go to straightcrates.co.uk, straight, spell S-T-R-A-I-T, to let those good times begin. That's straightcrates.co.uk, straight, spell S-T-R-A-I-T. Have a browse, find what you fancy, and place your order today. Big thank you to the Straight Crates team for being the House of Rondog's first sponsor. They're an amazing bunch of guys and gals, and I assure you, with them, your big night in is in the safest and most sanitised hands possible. My guest today is a cosplayer, an artist, an ASMR YouTuber, and so much more. She goes by the name of Lizzie Lestrange. This was a ridiculously fun episode to record. Just before we got going, Lizzie messaged me and said, I've been drinking, so, you know, obviously I had to. I wanted to be on the same wavelength, you know? We got a little drunk, we spoke about some of the most bizarre shit that you could imagine. We just had a real good time. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Lizzie Lestrange. Right now, it ain't me. Yeah, yeah, yeah this ain't mm. it. <laughs> this ain't it. Anyway, Liz, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, joining us, me. joining me. Fucking hell. Yeah. yeah. We had a few connection issues at the start. We use Zoom to record these podcasts. You know, that thing that old grandmothers, that they use it to speak to babies. And it's all just a little bit too much for Liz. So <laughs> a few teething issues at the start. <laughs> Great work, mate. Great work. Yeah, we got it sorted. So Liz has an ASMR channel. That is about as much as I know about ASMR, that little whisper. So I don't know if you heard the last podcast when I was asking Nathan to explain things like I was five years old. Mm, yeah. I want you to channel that energy and explain to me, like I'm five years old, what is ASMR? Okay, we're getting into it. So ASMR is basically videos created by people to help people sleep. I'm sure we can all relate to not getting a lot of sleep. I ironically still, even though I create these videos, don't sleep because I'm creating them. <laughs> so they take a lot of they take a lot of time. It usually takes me about a whole week to fully create the video. So like I'll probably write a bit of script mm. because I'll end up just talking shy and people don't really want to hear that when they're trying to sleep. So I'll try and organize my thoughts into something. I usually do like there's different categories of ASMR. So some people eat food and personally that just makes me hungry. So like I don't mm. really watch that usually. That's like called a that's called a mukbang, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Some people I did a bit of reading. Like a, 
<laughs> I will admit, I have watched videos where someone's just straight up eating like five different McDonald's meals, and I'll just sit there and be like, "Yeah, that looks good." That is but, fucking um, repulsive. <laughs> yeah. wrong sometimes, sometimes it is, and I'm like, "Why am I watching this?" Um, I think it's a weirdness that attracts people, you know. But it's pretty I, fucking weird. Yeah, mm. it is. It can get really gross, and then I have to be like, "No, I can't watch something." <laughs> but um, there's a limit for sure. But yeah, there's. There's like role play videos for ASMR where you'll talk to the camera as if it's a person. Mm. Um, there's there's videos where you just like make noises and things. Um, it's actually backbreaking. I did a video that was like 45 minutes long, my first one, and it was a load of tapping and stuff. And in the video, I look relatively normal, but inside, I was like, oh, my spine's crippled, and I was like, I'm oh, just tapping on this thing for like 10 minutes. Um, but if it helps people sleep, then that's good enough for me. Um, yeah, I think it's people have a lot of misconceptions about ASMR. Some people take on this view that it's like all sexual and things. And I suppose if it triggers you that way, then that's your deal. But I'm, it's I'm not really glad you've said that, actually. I remember the first time yeah, that somebody her. showed me it. I didn't have a yeah. fucking clue what was going on. And I, <laughs> and my immediate response was, well, this is a sex thing. Like because of yeah. the whispering, it was all kind of. I'm seeing like little scratches and shit. Yeah. But apparently not. Mm. some people probably do watch it for that which is mm. like again it's their business i know what i'm putting out there does that like, freak you out as, a, as an asmr content creator uh weirdly no like as a cosplayer i've had this for a while with that so i think it's just sort of like if they don't tell me i don't need to know like if they're doing shit it's not my business <laughs> unless Jesus they tell Christ. me which some people <laughs> do tell me and i'm like oh i do i take that as a compliment i'm not sure <laughs> but That's um fair enough I had exactly the same thing when I started this podcast and people were saying, I love your fucking voice. And it's like, I know what that means. Yeah. I know know what you're about. Yeah. 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 Um, But if, as long as people enjoy it, I guess whatever form that takes, then that's good enough for me. And the effort was worth it. Um, But yeah, there's, I I watched it since, I've been watching ASMR for years now. Mm. Um, Again, in the beginning, I didn't really know what, I didn't know what ASMR was. Um, but I just watch videos trying to help me sleep. I've always struggled with sleep. I've had insomnia like my entire life. I think because being someone that's creative, you're always thinking about things. A lot of it is dumb stuff as well. Like, I don't know, like, oh, I wonder what that superhero is up to right now if they were real, you know, something like that. And then it just keeps me away. These are not grown up thoughts. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is kid shit. No, but yeah, it's just part of being creative or like, oh, what costume should I make tomorrow? Mm. And you know, it's, random stuff like that but yeah asmr i got into it because i was a fan of it for years and i just thought well i'm not sleeping still it relaxes it can it can relax you not just help you sleep so i usually watch it to help anxiety a lot of people that watch asmr have anxiety you know stress in their life there's also asmr videos where it'll be like boyfriend role play girlfriend role play that's not the sort of thing i think well, I've not done that. I don't know if I do that, but it's surely that's bordering on sex. Well. That's the sex thing. <laughs> that's as close as it can be without it's being explicit. Yeah. There's like people laid in bed and they'll turn over and be like, "Oh, come oh, on, sweetie, like have you had a bad day?" And it's like I can't personally watch that because I I do laugh a little bit, and it's not being judgy, but I just can't relate. I prefer somebody talking about books or something, I think. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to take you seriously if you did that. I just wouldn't. No, just me in a video like in Harley Quinn costume, turn around like, how are you doing, hun? (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) God, however people enjoy it, I guess. Yeah, but again, it's, yeah, my videos are put out there to help people sleep. Some people might think it's weird, that's totally fine. I suppose it is a little bit weird. It's a bit weird filming it sometimes as well, because you kind of think how is this going to come across? Am yeah. I being too smooshy, smooshy? You know, should I rain it in a bit? Am I being too cold? Because you want it to like comfort people, but it's really surprising the feedback I've got actually. I thought I'd get comments like, oh, that's super weird, or oh, like, that's really creepy. Mm. Um, but surprisingly, people have been really sweet. I do put a lot of effort into like the camera work and stuff as well, though. Well, I feel like, like people don't pass too much judgment for the same reason that I didn't. So I didn't have a hmm. hardly had a fucking clue what ASMR was. But I, I looked at your channels and I was sat there and a, a channel, sorry, and I was sat there and I was thinking, it is pretty weird. But <laughs> I'm also not from that world. I don't get it. So I'm I'm yeah. not going to leave a comment saying, oh, what the fuck is this, bro? It's like I've I've found myself on an ASMR channel. Yeah. I don't have the right to pass judgment at this point. 
Ah, well, that's much appreciated. Yeah, I feel like if somebody puts a mean comment, I kind of think, oh, well, at least they watched it. <laughs> but it's like, why are you here? But, yeah, but you why? Know, it's exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, people watch it because they're curious. So I suppose if you're going to have a go at somebody for being weird, like you were the curious one, hun. Like, you came here, you know. It's exactly like that. It's the same with anything that you put online. It's like, you don't have to be here. There are blocking functions, there are removing friends functions. You can do all that shit. Yeah, absolutely. As well. And I'm always like, I'm always really nice as well. If I get, if I've ever had a hate comment, which I think. To be honest, people have been relatively nice to me, which is much appreciated. But I've had the odd one <laughs> mm. where they're like, maybe they're really deep into the universe of what I'm cosplaying or something like The Witcher or like Fallout games or something. Mm. And then it'll be like a really specific comment. And they're like, oh, you, you're not supposed to do this because in the game it doesn't happen. And I'm like, okay, hen, that's fine. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay. God, like, I don't. Fucking losers. <laughs> there are so many losers on you this planet. Yeah, this is what happens lab. when you give every kid a participation medal. Oh, for sure. For you end sure. up with These fucking idiots kids. like that. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I have quite a lot of friends that do ASMR actually, and it's mm. funny because we all sort of come together and chat about it and what kind of comments we get. And um, there's this guy who I'm friends with. He he gets a lot of comments. People are quite nasty actually. And it's just kind of like, why are you there though? Like, this, you're an idiot because you're literally watching the thing. You actually yeah. took your time to watch it. So, like, you just gave him a view. So, he's laughing, really. He's laughing at you. <laughs> that's true. Well, that's another thing I looked at. I, I found, I can't remember her name. It's some, it's a name yeah. and then ASMR. And she's making like three and a half million a year. Oh, it's no joke. Absolutely. Like, if, you, if you get, you know, really popular with it and that sort of thing. Mm. People can think you're weird or you want, but if you're reining in more money than they are, then it's kind of like, you know, you can't laugh. It's nothing to sniff at as well. We're there to help people sleep. It's a good thing. I think if you're hating yeah. on it, then you're just a mean person. I can think of much worse ways to make three and a half million in a year yeah. than just whispering <laughs> into a microphone or whatever, whatever the yeah. fuck she does. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. But yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't anticipate that it will take off. Like anything I do, I just do it because I've always got to do something and... I like to cheer people up, try and make people happy, give them something interesting to look at. Even if they think it's weird, I, great, you know. It mm. probably is supposed to be. I've done a lot of um, costumes that are kind of weird. I like being weird. It's interesting at least. And, you know, if it takes people's yeah. minds off the shit that's going on, then that's good enough for me. I think we kind of relate in that way, in the way that it's always just we find it fun to do a different thing every now and again yeah. like i was making music forever and then it was like well yeah, do you know what maybe yeah. maybe a podcast would be cool like i ignored everyone for about five years in starting a podcast and then eventually decided oh, to do it too. because oh yeah fuck all else to do through yeah, lockdown absolutely absolutely there's so, you, so many things yeah. that people have asked me to do and i was like nah i don't know about that i and imagine yours are different to mine yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i still uh, haven't sent feet pics that's when i get asked a lot like that, do you know what's really weird? They're really respectable as well. So I can't mm. even laugh at it because I'll get messages in my inbox like, hi, darling. Like, I absolutely love your cosplays. Like, do you sell pictures of your feet? And I'm like, that is absolutely the most respectable message I've ever received. And it's like, but you always no, say no regardless. Yeah, I always say no. That's <laughs> you tremendous. Say no. Have you seen on Instagram, there are, there are girls and influencers now that use a blurring or like a pixelating function on their feet in photos. Because they know how many fucking creeps are out there jacking off to them. Oh, that's amazing. It's I actually hilarious. didn't know that. Are they trying to stop them? Like, maybe they sell them. Do you think they sell them on the slide? That's where they're blurring no, them out. No, I, I just, <laughs> I just, just think, think they, they don't, don't like want... fucking being looked at no. like that. No. <laughs> I do, do you know what? I don't think my feet are in any of my photos. Because it's the least interesting part of my costume. Like, I'll wear... Or I'm wearing shoes of some sort. But, um... And also because of Instagram's dimensions, even though I'm very short, it still crops me out. Yeah. So you pretty much never see the feet. That's fair enough. <laughs> yeah. It's probably big money in that. I don't know if you make three and a half million a year, but it's Yeah, there is money in that. Yeah. And you know, like there's OnlyFans as well, isn't there? I was about to so, say, you know, that, that OnlyFans money ain't yeah. exactly bad. Yeah, it's weird. I have kind of a huge conscience, which is a really annoying thing that I mm. have. And I kind of just think, uh, once it's out there, it's out there. And I kind of just think, mm, do and also, like, it's a lot of effort. It's still a lot of effort. You've got to take the pictures and whatnot and get dressed up and things. And it's like kind of like, I, if I earn money doing it, 
it, not even nudes, just like anything, like costume stuff. I yeah. kind of think it'll probably take the fun out of it. I like to just not have a pressure with it and just do it when I want. I actually end up doing that makes it. sense. Yeah. I really applaud the guys and gals that do it and, you know, have that mad fucking body confidence and that kind of shit. But yeah, yeah, I don't think there ain't going to be a Ronnie Byrne only fans at any point. Ah. <laughs> oh, I know you must be I'm devastated. Sure. Oh, yeah, oh, it I'm must sure keep you a up lot at night. Devastated. Oh, no. Imagine. <laughs> ah, but give it five years because this is what you said about podcasts. <laughs> That's a very good point. Oh, great. I'll be, <laughs> you, what, I'll be an almost 31 year old man with an OnlyFans. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Brilliant. We'll still be in lockdown. <laughs> we'll still be in lockdown, God. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I, I, like I say, I applaud the guys and girls that do, but... Yeah. You know, it's this, a real hustle. I, I, keep my, uh, I keep my girth certificate private. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you. I yeah, feel like I, I should add for anyone listening that Liz and I are drinking. And I feel like that's fairly obvious at this if point. If you hear the occasional table tap, that's my glass. <laughs> yeah. I made the mistake of putting ice in mine. I've been waiting for it to melt so it didn't oh, fucking jingle jangle against the microphone. <laughs> i think it's the first podcast i've ever done while properly drinking i had a few drinks on the first one with justine but uh but you've yeah. been drinking today you you had whiskey okay. earlier and you're on wine now yeah oh yeah now everyone knows i'm a secret drinker now yeah i like to on a good occasion i was really looking forward to this so i thought i'd treat myself oh mate i appreciate that that's well <laughs> yeah, sweet yeah 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 i'm well excited god yeah. i'm trying to think back to the first time i ever heard of asmr and i don't think it was asmr right hear me oh. out how old are you? You're, you're 23? I'm 23, yeah. You're wow. 23. I'm 25. Yep. Have you ever heard of a thing called Virtual Barbershop? No. Right. Some no, people will know what I'm talking about here, but a lot won't. So I'm <laughs> going to explain this like everyone's five years old. So the guys that did it, they kind of had a polystyrene head and they put microphones all around it. I think they used four mics. And basically the idea was they, they moved around it and kind of went, hey, uh, welcome to the barbershop. Hey, you here for a haircut? Yes. It was all that kind of thing. And they do the scissor, the scissors next to what was your head. So mm, it was yeah, like a yeah. stereo MP3 file. Yeah. And you'd hear the scissors coming closer and then the razor and that kind of thing. And then towards the end, the guy gets really close to your left ear and kind of says something like, you like the barbershop? Yes. And it, it was really <laughs> freaky. But I think that was the yeah. first time I ever really had a had an idea of what it was but it's kind yeah. of evolved into this mad thing where people eat five fucking mcdonald's meals <laughs> yeah. i don't get the mukbang thing i just don't it's a massive mutant of a community now where it's like anything goes pretty much if it mm. makes you relax it could be absolutely anything i've seen all sorts i actually saw this woman i don't advocate this personally but like i saw this woman eat a live squid and i was like i didn't I've watch the whole the video i was like no i was like no 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 oh i can't do god. it oh my god i fucking hate that video and the squid's trying yeah. to get away i know it's trying to get away from her and, and i'm like, like yeah, grabbing it back i'm oh, fucking you motherfucker oh no oh, so like, dirty you see the moment it dies and it's like no and you're telling me people are watching that and going yeah i'm, I'm feeling pretty sleepy now this is this yeah. is good oh, god. i'm feeling relaxed yeah Got i that mean tingly feeling. <laughs> yeah <laughs> love a bit of death before sleep god <laughs> yeah i think That's so grim again i think it's a cultural thing so i can't sniff at it as such because in some cultures that's totally normal and i respect that i respect it but hastily back away from it and I, nothing like that could ever make me sleepy i think for you're, me, you're like, being way polite about this because i you know yeah. i respect the culture too but i also think it's fucking Straight wild up it's fucked up yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just say it how it is but that's just our culture i mean yeah like I, I, I just think that's a step too far, in my opinion. I think it, yeah, I couldn't ever, one, fall asleep that too. It just makes me feel horrified and would give me nightmares forever. So yeah, I don't know who that's for. No. I really don't know who's watching that and no. getting a thrill. And again, like, if, I'm wa if I watch something where someone's eating, I'm just going to want to go and get what they've got. Like, I watch Kung Fu Panda, and every time I watch that film, I want the noodles, because, like, <laughs> Poe always eats the noodles. And I watch it and think, oh, shit, now I'm going to get some noodles and be like Poe. I always get influenced by whatever food they're eating. Do you watch Kung Fu Panda often? <laughs> I used to. <laughs> I used to watch it because I'm like, or I'd get the noodles and think, oh, let's put Kung Fu Panda on because I've got noodles. God. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. I'm heavily, yeah, I'm heavily influenced by my surroundings. So like The Kung Fu Panda DVD. <laughs> yeah. Kung Fu Panda <laughs> cosplay coming soon. <laughs> the the cosplay thing is really interesting. So, so I looked at all these ASMR videos and they're all, like I say, doing the no nice little, hey, I'm like the tapping on the microphone. Yeah. Yours seem different because you wear cool shit. If I remember correctly, you did a Harley Quinn one. 
I did, yes. Yeah. yeah. Were, like tapping on the bat and shit. Mm-hmm. But the cosplay yeah, yeah. thing is what we originally bonded over. When we first met, I already knew that you yeah, did it. Right. Do you remember we met yeah. in the Rogue Saint way back yes. when? Yeah, and, I remember um, that. Yeah, that was yeah. all I kind of knew about you at the time. And we kind of mm. spoke about that. So was it just a weird idea just to merge the two things? Or did it feel very natural because you were already doing the cosplay thing? Or Yeah, so I've been doing cosplay for about eight to nine years. Your cosplays say- are fucking amazing. If I can just Thank throw you. that out there now, oh, you, yours are amazing. <laughs> Your Johnny Depp, the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean one. Oh, was I think I peaked there. And then that was like years ago. But I would have <laughs> believed you had a beard. I really would. Oh, have. I love that! I spent ages taking those hairs on. Thank you for that. That's so sweet. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. <laughs> yeah. So I I've been doing it for about yeah eight to nine years loosely. Do you know what? I actually was I couldn't sew, mm. and so what I used to do was staple bits to me. And eventually, I thought I really need to sew because these costumes cannot go anywhere. Like if I walk out the door, they'll fall off me. Yeah. So I everything I do is just like self-taught. I don't even watch YouTube videos. I just see something and try and replicate it. And I just taught myself to sew and do all these things. I even like use I can saw bits of wood and all sorts. I'm massive on like DIY and stuff like that. And really? I have so many different tools. Yeah. Fuck. I could probably build a mini house <laughs> just from cosplay because That's of all so the interesting things that, that it's taught you so many like skills yeah seriously it's that really weird interesting. it gave me a lot of confidence as well i think um when i first got into it i was really shy mm. and i kind of thought oh like i'm a massive movie buff i've seen everything almost and i just kind of looked at these characters and thought oh they're really cool they're really outgoing I'd love to be like that mm. and that's sort of where it came from i kind of thought oh, i would love to dress like that and feel empowered and stuff and and so i did and you know i've done like captain america costume too not looking like him obviously but wearing the costume and things is really fun and it makes people smile i guess and it's just something interesting to look at and it just yeah passes the boredom really um but yeah it's taught me quite a lot doing it actually i'm surprised as well um my photoshopping skills have increased quite a lot like in the beginning i i used to do like (laughs) <laughs> the photoshop was so shit i i used to do <laughs> it's honestly embarrassing like i think i've deleted some of them now some of them i kept just so i can look look at and chuckle but it's actually enhanced like computer skills and all sorts like that so mm. when it comes to life stuff and getting jobs or whatever i can actually say i've used most like well-known photoshop programs and things just because of my hobby it's yeah. really crazy how much it actually how how much you learn from it that's really cool and yeah yeah that is really cool do you make them all all the costumes yourselves like a good chunk of them anyway yeah i make a good chunk of them this is where it comes down to how much money you have cosplay is a really expensive hobby which is really annoying um it's one of them it's one of them things so it's drinking yeah yeah it's one of those hobbies where you put money into it and you kind of think why because you literally don't earn from it at all yeah unless you're like doing only fans or patreon or something which i don't do you keep um, coming back to only fans like yeah you making some sort of announcement on this podcast today that you didn't <laughs> tell me about before follow my only fans imagine. Down, no. can you imagine jesus this yeah be a that'd great be episode yeah. my word <laughs> i wonder if i'd be allowed to talk about it intently though people have to pay don't they people pay to view your content i think i think like i started making content so everyone could see it Hmm. And I guess we're only fans. You're limiting your audience. You can just kind of say, "Well, everyone can see it as long as they pay fifteen pounds a month." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah don't do that. <laughs> I kind of feel bad. No, I kind of feel bad taking money off people for that. Like a if Patreon's I like not a self- no Patreon. Yeah, Patreon yeah. slightly different. Like I'm not against. I mean, I work really hard at cosplay and stuff like that, and put a lot of hours and time and money into it. But yeah, going back to your original question. <laughs> I don't always make everything myself. It really depends. So if I if I wanted to do a character and the costume is relatively easy, mm. um, I'll 100% make it myself. I'll make everything myself. Could Perhaps, you give me a for example? Like who have you done that you made the whole thing? Oh my gosh, there's like so many. So Harley Quinn, for one thing, mm-hmm. I made almost everything but the jacket. Okay. And my Trist Marigold cosplay, I made literally all of that. That was the first time I ever made a leather pouch as well. Right. I kind of 
Like, I actually made a leather satchel just for that. It's not real leather, by the way, if there's any like, vegans out there. Don't come for me. <laughs> Believe me, there aren't it's many vegans leather. listening to this podcast. <laughs> I can guarantee you that. No, I can probably imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I made that entire album myself. Do you know what really is funny as well? Quite often I will, go, I will make something for an entire week and you won't even see it because it doesn't make it in the finishing photos. Mm. So a lot of effort goes into what I do and nobody sees it. And I, I don't even have time always to show people. Like I try and show people, but it's just like three hours of me sewing by hand and that's not really interesting. It'd be so, pretty good Patreon content. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah see? <laughs> always got a business mind, but, mate, always. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yes, that's how you thrive. But yeah, I... It's quite. It's more often than not me just sat sewing three hours or me gluing something or. Yeah. Um. I do try and show people everything I make. Like I've made a lot of armor, a lot of props. I made Boba Fett's helmet like years ago, and I didn't think it was good enough, and I chucked it, and I regret it because I thought, you know what, it actually wasn't too bad. And I think, oh, damn, like there's so many costumes I've made and just like chucked away because I didn't think it was good enough. Um. But yeah, the, but there are a few costumes where I thought I'll treat myself. I want Captain America's costume and I'll buy it and just like rock around in it. And it's, you know, it's like really nicely made and things like yeah. that. But yeah, quite often it depends on the price as well. Cause you are essentially working to pay for just the hobby and you're not earning money back off it. So it's like zero profit. That's so true. It really depends. Um, I think a lot of people can relate to that in the cosplay world as well, because there's a hell of a lot of people that don't make money off it and they just do it because they love it. And do you know what? I've never been to a convention either. I was about to ask you that if you'd ever been to one of yeah. those. Yeah. No. You call I've them never... nerd cons, so I'm going to apologize for that now. Yeah. No, yeah. you go ahead. I will own it. <laughs> own your shit, people. I am a nerd. But yeah. <laughs> no, I've not been yet. Do you know what? I was due to go last year. That's fucking typical, isn't it? It is. That's that so was typical. the year. I was like, I'm going to make my debut. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it never happened. But, no. um, yeah, hopefully soon. I think as well, like if you you've got to get your your tribe together to go with, because if you're just on like, so it was in London. So if you're just on the tube in costume by yourself, something's gonna happen that isn't good. So you kind of have <laughs> yeah to have what you get to the con. <laughs> yeah, but um, true. yeah, I do plan on going. Yeah, that'd be good. When you mm -hmm. when you. When you do a cosplay, well, when you cosplay, for I'm such a boomer, fucking hell. Where do you draw the line? When, no, go ahead. Yeah, when you worry. cosplay, where do you draw the line? As in, do you just dress like the character or do you want to take on the persona? Do you get in the mindset? Where, where is your line on? on ah, that's a, good, that's a really good question. I don't act like the character as such. Like... Uh, it's purely for visual effects. Like you're mm. creating a fantasy almost. Like you're creating this little piece of the universe that you want people to see. Right. So I, having said that, I did get drunk as Captain Jack Sparrow on rum, obviously. Wow. Naturally, yeah. Um, and I did sort of act like him just for a laugh, you know, but mm. I think that's the only time I've ever embodied a character. Nobody saw it. It was just like in my kitchen. Um, <laughs> but no, I tend not to... <laughs> Jesus Christ. I tend I tend not to embody the per I suppose if I was like any character, I think Harley Quinn would probably be one where I wouldn't do too badly. Mm. We are sort of similar in terms of kookiness. Um and we're both small. Well actually I think she's like five foot seven. So I'm a lot smaller than that. But yeah, she um she's one that I'd be similar to, I think. But yeah. no, I don't usually embody the character. I just laugh, because I just laugh at myself. Like, I'll just end up laughing. Yeah. I think that's where the role play ASMR comes into it being quite difficult. Like, I'm doing a role play one for my next one. And it's going to be, if I do it properly, Lara Croft. And that's not too bad, because she's British. She's a relatively that's chill cool. gal. Yeah. You know, it's not going to be It's not gonna be too bad. Um you know, I'll go to the effort of making the whole set and making it look like I'm actually in a cave or whatever it is. Um, but yeah, it's essentially just putting the fantasy across to people, giving some, giving people something new to look at, something yeah. interesting to look at. The set you know, thing is crazy. Relatively boring. The yeah, set thing's yeah, really yeah. interesting because you're just doing all this in your own house. Yeah, absolutely. It looks like I could be anywhere. That's yeah. fucking wild. Um, this is the thing though like on whatever is in front of the camera matters everything around it fucking mess just it's chaos. honestly yeah. just like the ugliest <laughs> thing yeah the ugliest thing you've ever seen but as long as people don't see that you then can sell it yeah then you're good 
Thank you. Thank you ever so much. <laughs> it is cool. Like I say, yeah, because I, I, I don't know anything about that world. So to see it combined with the cosplay, mm. which is another world I don't know anything about. Not only did I feel completely out of my depth, but I also thought it was really cool. So, yeah. Oh, big awesome. fan. Thank big you. Fan. It's, it's, it's surprising as well who does find it interesting. I've had people message me from like when I did go to school briefly. Mm. Like, oh, your cosplay stuff's really interesting. And I'm like, oh, it's such a shock because I was ready for backlash. You know, every time I, <laughs> I have a lot of hobbies, every time I put a new thing out there, I kind of think, oh, someone's going to say something. And they never do. Like they no. never have yet. And it's just so lovely because it's really nice to know that people are taking it for what I'm putting it out for. That they're, they're taking it as like, oh, this is interesting. This is different. There's something to look at, you know, because that's what it's there for. I think that's another place where we're similar off. in the way that people yeah. just anticipate that we're going to do weird shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. So if we're going to be honest absolutely. with each other. Yeah. Yeah. About to get weird. <laughs> Such yeah, is life. Yeah. Absolutely. Often when I do um, cosplay or ASMR or whatever it is, it takes up a hell of a lot of time as well. So at the minute during lockdown, I've sort of been churning stuff out. But when I was working, I would often do things into the evening just to try and fit it in. Yeah. And it's and it, it can get, it's quite a lot. Like I get quite a lot of messages online. And that's another thing you have to sort of keep up with replying to people and you know because people are the reason I am where I am and you know yeah. it sort of all amalgamates into the same thing so I do I I'm an artist so I sell my artwork that is one thing I do make money off of but that came from cosplay so people got to know me through cosplay and then they found out I'm an artist as well so then they'd like buy my artwork and you have to sort of then keep everything going as well it's kind of like you've got all these different tree branches of hobbies and you kind of think oh I need to like feed into that one a bit more and do this and then you end up just doing everything and you you sort of never really have a break from it <laughs> fucking got it all going on right now don't you <laughs> <laughs> busy busy but yeah but I enjoy it I do mm. have moments where I just lay on my floor and stare at my ceiling for an hour and think oh I'm just gonna chill for a minute like I'm done with sewing or something but yeah there's always something yeah. going on behind the scenes with me I think we need to show people more of that but yeah always doing something but it's for the people like it's for them to enjoy and i enjoy it as well so that's all that matters you know in the grand mm. scheme is that as long as everyone's having a good time who, yeah absolutely yeah yeah absolutely there's um there's a lot of i suppose mixed opinions about cosplay mm. in terms of so female cosplay there's a lot of cosplayers that will do like bikini shots and things like that and they have thousands and thousands of followers and all that kind of thing and mm. people have often said to me would you consider that what's your stance on that and I think my opinion is absolutely do it if you, if you want to do it don't worry about what anyone else says you know I feel like this is about to turn into if you want to do it absolutely do it but I'm not going to fucking do it yeah <laughs> that's exactly where this is going isn't it I knew it I absolutely well, knew it <laughs> never say, I'll never say never I think mm. I'm not an unconfident person. I think everybody should be confident about themselves because you've only got one life. Live it, hun. Live it to your best. Um, but I guess for me, I it's not as creative. Like the creativity attracts me to doing it. So like if it's a bikini photo, there's not a whole lot I can do with that. It's kind of just like... It's a good point. You know what I mean? I think it's absolutely awesome. And I follow cosplayers that do it. And it's, you know it's cute and it's like yes good for you it's very empowering um but i suppose with me the fun of it is that i do make things is that i do well, like some ridiculous things sometimes and yeah you know, sometimes i just do things for a laugh and you know i'll i'll make videos like throwing a lightsaber out or something just because it's funny i don't know but yeah i'll never say never but i haven't encountered doing that yet that's not something that I... Yeah, because you want to go like balls to the wall with a costume and really show yeah, off what absolutely. you can do as opposed to standing there in a bikini. Yeah, Yeah, because you'd get, get that, that at the beach. Like, it's, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but, I can't think of yeah. any bikinied characters. But then again, no, saying that I don't watch a lot of films and I don't play a lot of games, so... <laughs> so who the fuck are all these people playing? <laughs> I know. I think, I think they do like... Harley Quinn, oh, but she's in a bikini. And love that. That's awesome. That's fucking cheating. Like, it is cheating, That's though, cheating. isn't it? It's cheating. She, nah, does she wear a bikini? Maybe not as much. <laughs> you just but, fucking um, knocking about as Professor McGonagall in a bikini. Yeah. Fuck oh, off. Oh, yeah. That's something outside of <laughs> that. Yeah. With the hat and everything. No, I think it's, I enjoy that content. I enjoy all creative content. Really mm. do. 
Um, that's not something I've delved into just yet, though, but we'll see. <laughs> but we'll see. Fucking hell. Yeah. Crazy world. It, it's, it's, it's like all the Korean stuff. I always say this. This is a really strange tangent to go off. Mm, but like yeah, K-pop. Yeah. I know K-pop yeah, is kind of yeah. growing at the minute, but... Mm. Mm-hmm. Just the idea that these guys are as big as like the fucking Beatles. What are they called? BTS? Is that the is that the big oh one? God, BTS. Yeah, I'm very familiar. Yeah, I actually do their dances sometimes because I can't. <sighs> quite mental. Yeah, K-pop. Oh, it's it's got into all corners of the UK. Yeah, there's a lot of people that are familiar with it. Which is mental because like yeah. two years ago, these guys were as big as the Beatles over in Korea, but we had no idea it exists. It's like Bollywood. Yeah, like, oh, these guys I know, are right? Massive stars, and we've yeah. never heard of them. Yeah, if you walk past them in the street, you wouldn't look twice, would you? They'd probably Literally, be like, not at all. Do you know who I am? It's like, no, hun, we're from the UK. We don't really, we don't know anything. <laughs> Which is mental <laughs> because you, yeah. you know, people have this idea that the internet's brought us all so much closer. If anything, it's separated us so much. Yeah, I do agree with that massively. I think we all have our little corners that we used to going in, and the internet as well. Going off of like cookies, you know, mm. cookies where they're like, oh, do you accept the cookies or whatever? Um, that tailors your internet experience. So it, does, if you, does. So it bloody knows. It knows exactly what you're doing. So for me, it recommends stuff like, you know, costume stuff or tech stuff. Like yeah. I, I have a lot of tech. Also, tech's like, if you don't have the stuff, you're probably not going to get very far. That's one thing about the modern world. Mm. Sadly, if you don't have the best microphones or the best cameras and things these days, it's kind of like if you want to make it doing something creative, you sadly need it, which sucks really, doesn't it? Because it's a gamble. It's true. It's true. I think content's important as well. Content is important, but, you know, we. Oh, absolutely. it's been proven for hundreds of years yeah. that money does help. Oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> definitely, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think as well, like going off the content thing, I found myself watching absolute shite and thinking, this is brilliant. It's so funny. Mm. But I, I think how much money did actually go into that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's just, you never know with the internet. Like, you know, there was that trend where people were licking toilet seats with coronavirus and stuff like that. Nope. Do you remember that track? Oh, nope. you totally missed that I've never track. fucking heard of that in my life. What Sadly, are you talking about? that hit about? me like a ton of bricks. So in the beginning of the pandemic, there was this TikTok trend. By the way, I don't do TikTok. Probably won't ever do TikTok because I do too many social medias. People are sick to death of seeing me, I think. But anyway, it was a TikTok trend. <laughs> Welcome to my world, Liz. <laughs> yeah, and Welcome now they're hearing from me. <laughs> God. And um, yeah, it was this trend. And it really angered me because I was like, why is stupid shit like this getting so viral like we shouldn't said be they were licking it. toilet seats yeah there was this gal on a plane and she licked a toilet seat and she's like oh correct and she actually got coronavirus there was this guy <laughs> as well that has like loads of expensive cars and stuff yeah i was like you absolute stupid cow. bitch i know that's and so funny picking up hospital beds from <sighs> she's taking so it funny. away from people that actually are sick and didn't get it by licking a freaking toilet seat how did i not know about this Honestly, How did this pass me by? Sometimes the internet just depresses me. <laughs> it's a stupid trend. I feel like all stupid trends come from TikTok. I think we should boycott it. Isn't it TikTok's a fucking nightmare. I said this a few weeks yeah. ago. I've got a friend called Shannon who keeps trying to convince me to get onto TikTok. And just every time I yeah. open that app, I just see the stupidest shit. And yeah. Yeah. It, it's I a mean, real waste of time. Those apps shit, suck your fucking time it. away. They do. Yeah, they do. You, yeah. It's like Vine, isn't it? It's like the new Vine. I never did that either. I, I liked even... Vine. I liked uh, Vine, but Vine was a very nation. different era. It was a very different era of comedy as well. Nothing was Absolutely. as safe yeah, as it is now. You know, people, <laughs> I don't want to advocate the things that Dapper Laugh said in some of his Vines, but <laughs> some of them were fucking funny, but you, yeah. you couldn't turn those into TikToks. No, absolutely not. You have to be like really PC these days, which is, it's hard, isn't it? Because, mm. I mean, right. I, so between lockdowns, I went to see Jimmy Carr. Mm. and it was actually a relief to hear some really outrageous jokes yeah because you kind of think the world gets very serious and we need to be we need to have our humor more now than ever it's because true. It's true. stuff is depressing out there you know people are dying like it's hard yeah. and and sometimes you you don't want to be pc you just want to say something outrageous and not get you know like slap on the wrist for it kind of thing and hearing some of the stuff he said not saying i agree with it but i still laughed and i was kind of like it's a breath of fresh air and people he was insulting were laughing at him as well 
and it's yeah, kind of like, this is what it's about yeah. you know? it's a pushing of the boundaries you don't want That's anyone it. to go completely balls to the wall and say ridiculous no. shit like blacks go home no one wants to hear oh that God, because no, no one truly believes that. it no but no, you, you want that not. the boundaries pushed a little bit because that is yeah. where comedy comes from that's where humor comes from absolutely i i can absolutely take any joke i people often pull my leg about stuff like oh my god i did this cosplay once of piccolo from dragon ball right and i painted myself green and everybody started singing the shrek lyrics they started commenting the shrek lyrics in the comments and (laughs) honestly that fucked me i was laughing so hard i was crying and it was funny like i can make fun of myself you know like it's there Again, enjoy it however you will. If you want to laugh at me, I'm laughing with you. Like, it's there for, for fun, you know? It's true. Um, and that yeah. was one of the, like, one of the co- sort of, not controversial, but one of the cosplays where I intended it to come across artistic, but it got taken the wrong way, And but it was hilarious. So now I just tell green. people I cosplayed Shrek because that's pretty much what it looks like if you don't know Dragon Ball. <laughs> you see, I wouldn't have had a clue. I would not have no. had a call. I'd be like, look at green bitch <laughs> yeah. walking at around. What's the deal with that? Yeah. <laughs> but everybody loves Shrek. There's been so many trends on Shrek, hasn't there? Shrek's the one at the minute. Shrek's it been is. like the meme god for about half a decade. It's bizarre. Absolutely. I don't really know where that came from. I don't either. The internet picks up weird shit, but it's I'm here for it. Speaking of weird and shit, if I see those four fucking dudes stood outside Birmingham all back <laughs> the sea shanty. <laughs> I've been sent, there's an article going around. They did a video interview with them and they're all going, well, actually, we've all got actually really good paired jobs and people think we're fucking thick and all that. And it's like, people keep sending me it. If anyone's listening, you've sent me it or you're going to send me it. Thank you. I appreciate it. I have seen it now. But I'll tell you something. That is the one TikTok I will let go is the one of them singing that sea fancy. That is the funniest shit I've ever seen. Oh my God. That's so funny. It is brilliant. So like, and there's this game called Assassin's Creed Black Flag. It's one of my favorite Assassin's Creed games. And there's sea shanties in that. And they're honestly tunes. Like, I mm. downloaded them off Spotify because it's so good. Yeah. And and hearing that, you got to laugh at it. But it's also catchy. And it's just something really uplifting and stupid. What, the song from that video? Yeah, it's just, like, really... <laughs> it lives really... in my head rent-free. Yeah. <laughs> it will not go. I wake up in the morning, I'm going, yeah. soon made a man It will not go away. <laughs> it's preposterous. Something about it's the, so the rhythm of the line with the sugar and tea and rum, it's like, yeah, that's so it's sick. That. It's got that hook, hasn't it? It it's has got a hook, which is mental, considering it was probably written in, like, 1501. I know. And they died never knowing how good it actually got. Like, Can you imagine they came back to life and you have to explain TikTok mm, fame to them? I know. They're TikTok famous and they go, what the fuck be- is TikTok? <laughs> what the fuck is that phone? Is that phone? What the fuck's a phone? Like, where do you even I begin? Know. Yeah. Crazy, isn't it? I often think about, you know, like artists. Mm. Like Van Gogh or Van Gogh or however you say it. Yeah. I probably should know that being honest, but I just don't and I don't care. The guy but cut I, his own fucking ear off. You don't yeah, have to be did. right. Oh, he doesn't care about his own name. He doesn't give a shit. He, he wouldn't even be able to shit. hear it half the no. time. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I often think, I wonder what they would think now. Because, you know, he killed himself because people said his art was ugly. But now it's in galleries. I bet he's bitter about it. But it's like, you know, fuck y'all. Like, I thought this shit was good from the beginning and nobody believed in me. And now you want to make out it's good when I'm dead? Screw you. I like I bet the Sunflowers one. Was it him that did Sunflowers? It was him. I've I'm seen really it in real life. I like, uh, I like Monet. He was fucking cool. Yeah, that was beautiful. He that one with the bridge. Work. Yeah, with the little yeah. like water lilies and love shit. That. That's love really that. nice. I love oil paintings. I've actually seen Michelangelo's unfinished works. Mm. It's like big pieces and then it's like not finished. But I think that's awesome because it like you can see the process of the painting. Um, but honestly, if I saw some flowers and didn't know it was Van Gogh, Van Gogh, I would walk past it. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. I I would think cool it's a vase of sunflowers and that's really sad because he's like I just think why did he get so big I would love to know I appreciate all art but how famous do you think you have to be before people are willing to pay to see something you've done that's not finished yeah I know if Kanye right? West put an album out that yeah. wasn't finished I would listen yeah. to it oh absolutely you would wouldn't you because he's yeah. renowned I think it's that sheep mentality, like the herd mentality of it's people that make things popular, isn't it? Mm. Somebody one day that's highly respected will go, that's amazing. And suddenly everyone will go, yeah, man, that's like the best thing I've ever that seen. That is interesting. I've never really thought about that. 
Yeah, but but actually, if you take your own opinion on board, is it shy or is it good? There's some things. There's some things I've seen where I thought that inspires me tremendously and that should be more popular than it is but it's not and it's frustrating because you kind of think like I've got friends who are artists and I just think their work is breathtaking why is nobody appreciating this as much as it should be and then I see I see like a messy bedroom there's this artist who (laughs) people probably know who I'm talking about yeah that's exactly it and I kind of think yeah we live that every day I get it I get the message she's trying to portray but like is she the one that did all the used condoms on a wall I feel like she would (laughs) I don't know if she did yeah it was something like these are all my former lovers I might be wrong nobody pull me up on that but it was something it was Johnny's on a wall they were all used Johnny's on a wall. I don't think yeah. that was the name of the exhibit, but it no, should have been. It should have been. been. Absolutely. Yeah. I've Johnny's on a wall. That was it. Yeah. It should have been called Johnny Bravo. <laughs> yeah, Johnny Bravo. Yeah. Oh Look how God. well I've done. Yeah. God. Yeah. But I see stuff like that and just kind of think, I see it for what it is. You know, mm. I kind of think use condoms. It's just not that inspiring. It's Johnny's on a wall. Yeah, it yeah, is. Pass. Isn't it? It is what it yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next. <laughs> oh, I saw the Mona Lisa. That thing is tiny. But is I would really? say that. It's absolutely fucking tiny. It's in a massive room. It's in a massive room and there's massive murals down the sides of the room. And then you look and she's like absolutely like a peanut size. Like her head is like a peanut. Honest to God, it's tiny. I was like, where's the Mona Lisa? Like, this is awesome. We're in the Louvre and in paris like where is she hun and then i and then i look closer and i'm like oh my god that's her and there's a big railing around it so you can't even get close enough to see the thing because there's a lot of distance between the railing and the actual picture obviously because it's like really famous by leonardo dicaprio (laughs) i'm just kidding Jesus. And I stood at the railing and I was like squinting, just like, I want to see. How close are you allowed to get to it? Not close at all. Honestly. Meters or? Oh my God. Like, oh, this is where I didn't do maths. So I would say, (laughs) I would say actually, thinking of a meter stick that they have in school, I'd say about three of them at least, maybe four. It was really far away from the thing. And it's, it's on this, ma- what makes it worse is it's on this massive blank wall mm. and then you, and it just makes it look even smaller. And you kind of think, hey, did that take him that long to paint? Because it's like really small. I've seen massive murals in the Louvre that, that are works of art and they're so beautiful and it's scenes of like heaven and hell and you the know. fight with mankind and stuff. And like, and, and I see the Mona Lisa and just kind of think, she's not that, She's not all that. Like she's not she has all that. Imagine, What's imagine her, like, that. That dress she's wearing. What is that? <laughs> no, but Looking at it from a cosplay perspective, it, that's yeah. amazing. <laughs> Did she make that? I bet she didn't. Like, this bitch dressed like shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm calling her out. You should have painted her with a nice garment. But it's. I will say this though, as a piece, I do enjoy it because I think what I love about paintings from that era is the the colors are very dense mm. and um nowadays everything's really bright and colorful even the artwork i produce is very colorful because it's fun it's nice it's pretty to look at i think it's interesting um but the work back then they were very limited with their color palettes so right. they didn't have access to uh, really bright colors and things like that and and you know it wasn't really the trend then either so the colors they use are very dense but if you look at it as a whole piece there's so many different colors going on but they're all very muted and it makes it more realistic and it's like really nice and I do love oil paintings so I can appreciate that but the woman is tiny <laughs> the woman was, is tiny it's I like a postage shocked. stamp on a letter absolutely she's a stamp <laughs> I had no idea it was that small mm, I assumed yeah. it wouldn't be that massive but i didn't yeah. think it would be small yeah, yeah. if That's i could bizarre. hazard a guess it's like four pieces of a4 paper <laughs> whatever that would be so what that'd be that's uh a a2 a2 i want to say yeah a2 a1 or a2 yeah a2 yeah i, I think know this, i might be wrong I <laughs> yeah i don't know I, I don't know shit about paper <laughs> but yeah so that was um, Where is that painting? Is it in the? Is it the Louvre? It's in the Louvre. Yeah. yeah. So you ever see? You might have seen Johnny English or one of those British films. The little glass. Where they pan glass over pyramid Paris. One. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And I thought it was in the glass pyramid, but it's actually underground. <laughs> oh, that's disappointing. I didn't. I know, know. you go underground. It's not even in the thing. And there's the Venus de Milo, which is this naked lady with no arms. 
the and only reason I know that is because of The Simpsons. I know. Oh my god, yeah. The gummy, the, the, the gummy de Milo. Yeah, the gummy de Milo. Jesus <laughs> the Christ. The green one, and it gets dirt on it at some yep. point, and then he licks it, and it's like, oh, bloody love that. Aren't we cultured? <laughs> <laughs> everything I know is from films. I barely went to school. Like everything I know is from films. God. And that's honestly how I knew about Venus de Milo and how it was so big because of The Simpsons. <laughs> It is weird where you draw points of reference from, isn't it? Like, it is. th there are things that we all should really know, and a lot of us do, but we never got it from the source. We got it from some obscure third party yeah. that nine times out of ten was making a joke out of it. Absolutely. Uh, and it makes us sound probably smart, but actually it's like, no, I got that yeah, from a cartoon, right? Yeah, cartoons are really quite cultured. It's Dude, I learned amazing. so much from Recess. Oh, yeah. Did you ever watch Recess? Oh, Recess, yeah, man. That was what a so show. good. What that a show. the gold standard of cartoons. That was but, as good yeah. as it got. I always wanted to be TJ, but I was always Mikey. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah let's be realistic. <laughs> if like, we're real with ourselves, we're always the less cool one. <laughs> yeah. Everyone wanted to be Spinelli. Everyone was Gretchen. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Oh, it's so sad. We yeah. can dream. The kids that were actually Spinelli are in jail now. They are. They're <laughs> licking fucking toilet seats on planes and I making know. jokes about coronavirus. Teardrop tattoos underneath their eyes. Teardrop tattoos. <laughs> I can imagine. I think I met someone once with one of them and I was like, is that fake or is that real? And they were like, it's up to you to decide. And I was like, it's I don't fake, want then. to decide that. I'm yeah. going, yeah. And then like, it's oh, bye. Yeah, yeah, it's fake. <laughs> I can see it peeling off. <laughs> God. Yeah. Why did they, did they get that? The idea is when you kill someone, isn't it? You colour it in. So yeah. you get a, I think you get a tear oh, drop if you've got like a hit on someone and you get it coloured in if you've actually killed them. Is that how it works? I think so. Wow, yeah, I, I didn't know that. It. Yeah. Because um, one thing about having tattoos myself is that now, because I've got a whole sleeve, it's not mm. even finished yet, but I have to cover that shit up sometimes and it's like, oh no. <laughs> so I've just sort of given up because if it's, if it's a cosplay of like some elegant person, they're probably yeah. not going to have a massive dragon on their arm. So I spend like 20 minutes putting foundation over it to try and cover it up. But I've just owned it. I've just thought, you know what? Maybe Moana does have a dragon tattoo. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe she does. <laughs> she does in this universe. Yeah, she does. If Hermione Granger can wear a bikini on someone else's Instagram, then she sure as shit can have a dragon tattoo here. Absolutely. Yeah, you're damn right. Yeah. So I've just owned it now. I love it. It's, yeah. I um I remember when I first got my tattoo and it was like, oh, this is the most rebellious thing I've ever done. And now I've got a whole sleeve and some other just kind of think everybody's got them. And it's, but it's nice. There was this misconception once where if somebody's got tattoos, I've probably killed someone. Mm. But now it's like, if I see somebody that's tattooed, I'm like, oh yeah, it's like comforting because you know, they're probably going to be nice or interesting or there's, yeah, there's a lot of Well, thanks for that. As somebody that's got absolutely no tattoos, I, I love to hear that. Thanks. 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 <laughs> Like, you haven't got any tattoos. You're probably a cold piece you're of shit. Blank. Yeah. Get the fuck away boring. from me, guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think of the only person, even celebrity-wise, that I can think of that's got teardrop tattoos, and it's Lil Wayne. Oh, really? I don't know if I it. Lil Wayne, who I, who I believe, for anyone listening, we're recording this on Tuesday. I believe Lil Wayne might be getting a presidential pardon today from oh Mr. Donald Trump himself for uh, for advocating his revote. And uh, obviously that failed. We know that now. But it sounds like Lil Wayne's going to get off with a, I believe he was carrying a firearm and some heroin and was looking at potentially 10 years in prison. Sounds like Trump's going to let him off. That news hasn't come through as of recording. But if you're listening, you'll know. So I imagine he's going to get let off with it. Yeah. Are you looking forward to the inauguration tomorrow? Oh, yeah, we're all going to be watching. Didn't 6ix9ine get laugh or something? What's his deal? I don't know what the fucking deal is with 6ix9ine. He's a fucking human looking... skittle. And yeah, he is, isn't he? Just a, sounds like a real piece of shit. I don't really know anything about him. No, I agree. I don't really know anything. I think yeah. quite often in rap music, they've probably all done some shady shit. Mm. And then they'll collab with other artists. And when it comes out, watch the other artists back away and act like they don't know them. It's, it's, a, like it's a... really... It's, it's like really 50 Cent. You know 50 Cent got shot nine times? Mm. There's a conspiracy theory that he shot himself nine times. <laughs> That's a genuine thing that some people believe. Oh, my God. Depending Just try on and fathom he... that in your head. Yeah, there's no way. I thought you were going to tell me he got shot 50 times. Well, and that's where the 50 comes from in 50 Cent. That's where the 50 comes Yeah. He anticipated his that's own amazing. death by being shot 50 times. <laughs> Can you imagine? He's just sat there with 50 bullet holes going, what are the chances? They're like, would you look at that? Couldn't have shot myself <laughs> better. Moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sometimes I read stuff and think, 
That is so dumb, but I love it. Like, there's a conspiracy theory about Queen Elizabeth being, uh, like, of lizard reptilian race. Oh, I am all in on the reptilian humanoid shit. Oh, yeah. I bloody love conspiracies and, like, Pizzagate, rather. Pizzagate, that was a fucking big one. That was a big one. Mental. And, like, Kim Kardashian in, like, fetuses makes up look younger and stuff. Like... Oh, or was that placenta? God, yeah. Sorry, the, I think um, that's placenta. That's a vastly different thing. No, there's there's a word. I can't remember the name. Uh, is it adrenochrome, I believe. Adrenochrome, something along those lines, which oh, really? is meant to be... I, I can't even believe I'm saying this and I'm going to put it out. The, yeah. It's basically baby blood. And oh, yeah, they yeah, say yeah. the elite drink it to continue looking younger. Oh, no. Apparently Hillary them. Clinton is a big fan of... Well, it didn't work I'm, for her, no offence. <laughs> I'm going to fucking Google it and just yeah. make sure I've got the adrenochrome yeah oh my god yeah you nailed that one yeah because um victoria beckham apparently takes stuff too and like rihanna and stuff yeah it's scary though how but i just think it's cosmetic surgery which i don't have like god if you had the money you'd do it absolutely but baby shit no like just no baby blood baby blood baby baby blood they're not gross (laughs) 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 i wouldn't put it past them they do any they're savages with that looking young i think they do anything I don't think I'd ever get plastic surgery. Yeah. I don't think I'd ever do it. I think more people have probably had it than what we think. Like, with celebrities, I think... The, oh, 100%. Kind of expect, you expect it, don't you? you kind of, but I don't really care. Like, do you ever, though, get sad when you see your childhood hero get slightly older and you think, oh, they're going to die soon? Do you ever think that? I, I never go as far as to think die. Um Okay. <laughs> you see i'm a big fight fan this is a, a big big week for ufc fights it's very okay. strange because we've got conor mcgregor fighting on saturday mm, it's very yeah, strange yeah. looking at him now from when i became a fan because when i became a fan he was mm. he was only like 24 23 yeah. 24 and he was full of fucking energy and it was right. for who the fuck is that guy fuck you yeah. that kind of shit and now oh he's coming God. in with this engage thank you yeah he's coming in with this engaged <laughs> two kids another one in the way bold head and just a very yeah. respectful attitude and it's weird watching things change and you sort of look at him i think he's about 31 32 now you think you've only got about three or four years left in this game yeah that's weird yeah yeah that, shame, that sucks it? mm. it's like tennis players like roger federer mm. everybody loves that guy i also like he's great um yeah. but people are kind of thinking when's he gonna retire when's he gonna retire and imagine being that person where people are waiting on you to retire like nfl like american football Mm. You don't have long. Like Tom Brady, for example, he's like, I think he's changed from the New England Patriots now to a different team. He think. plays for, oh, fuck. He only played the other day. Yeah. Is I know they the were playing the Saints. No, he doesn't play for the Saints. He plays for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, it is the Buccaneers. Yep. Yeah, damn. Yeah. Awesome. You're welcome. <laughs> Fountain of knowledge. But yeah, and but I think good on you. Like, screw the odds. Do you know? Do it as long as you can do it. I think yeah, it's really sad. Tom Brady's old as shit. He is. Yeah, he's How still fit he? and stuff. He's in his forties, and he's like forty, maybe. I'm gonna say about forty-four. He's yeah. forty-three. Fuck. Yeah, he still so looks good though. But yeah, I mean, there's a lot of controversies surrounding Tom Brady and like certain footballs being slightly deflated or whatever. Yeah, they were deflating balls, but, weren't they? Yeah, <laughs> deflate ball. That's not something you want to be known for, is it? Really, deflate. You don't balls. want to be known as the guy with the no. empty balls. No, you don't. You don't believe me. The saggy balls. <laughs> the saggy ball. Tom Brady and his saggy balls. That's the headline. <laughs> That's the headline. Imagine. He is still in good shape, though. He's still he's still he's doing still good it. for forty three yeah. years old. He's a lot more athletic for forty three than I am at twenty five. <laughs> Playing that for free. That's it. People that often that often say things like, oh, he's getting old now, he's got the game. Other people that sit on the couch and don't really, like, try oh, themselves. It, that's so true. It's no <laughs> truer than in fighting. Yeah. And honest to God, yeah. the tweets that you see from people when they sort of go, he should have dodged that left hand, bro. If he ducked under that left hand and then threw the right hook, he'd have won that fight, bro. It's like, well, you're like, 40 years old with yeah. Dorito dust all over your yeah, finger. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just think you do it. Liz, if people want to find you anywhere, where can they find you? So I'm on Instagram at Lizzie Lestrange and also have an art account, Lizzie Lestrange Art. 
I also have a Twitch, but that's they have had technical issues, so I'll update you on that. If it's anything Thanks like your ability to start a Zoom call, then yeah, I believe I that. Know. Oh god, it's so hard. Tech is so hard <laughs> in the modern world. So hard. I'm also on YouTube at Lizzie Lestrange ASMR. Basically, Lizzie Lestrange and ASMR R or whatever it is you'll find. If you just it. search Lizzie Lestrange, you're going to find it. I managed to coin that. Absolutely managed to coin it on like every social media platform. <laughs> God bless you, Liz. Thank you ever so much Indeed, for doing man. this. Thank you ever so yeah, much. Thank you for, for having me. Yeah, it's been it's been great fun. Yeah, it's been awesome. Thank you ever so much. This is the drunkest I've been on a podcast. This me is uh, entirely your fault. Yeah, <laughs> I've turned a corner. <laughs> Tell me about it. Thank you ever so much for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time. Take care of yourselves. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of House of Rondog. If you enjoyed what you heard, please remember to hit that subscribe button, whether you're on Google or Spotify or Apple. It doesn't matter. Every subscription supports me. Thank you ever so much, and I'll see you next time. <laughs>